If you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain any last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. And hey, maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent. So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of the dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code COMEDY at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. Right. Y'all ready for this? The comedy button. This is the show we do. My name is Brian. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> My name is Scott Bromley, and on the left is a ghost. This is terrible. I'm going to start this over. It's Ryan Scott. It's, it's, it's Ryan Scott. <laughs> I don't even need to say anything. Max Scoville, Max Scoville, Max Scoville, Max Scoville, Max Scoville. It's, it's, it's Maxie Scoville. Shut it's up and slam and welcome to the comedy button. Welcome to Jock Jams, volume 40. We're all very old and some of us have synthetic needs and today we're going to do a show. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the comedy oh, button. What? No, I no, already, did, we the already did the intro. No, I, no, 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 no. It was, that was, it was terrible. It was really awful. Seems like there's been a hiccup in the yeah. DVR, and it's playing the theme song twice, but I didn't know many of you heard it earlier, so it seems we're <laughs> covered off. Shit. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the GameSpy debriefing. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's the comedy button. I'm Max Scova. With me, Brian Altano. It's, 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 it's Brian Altano. This is the comedy button. The cross talkity button. Scott Bromley. Hey, what's up? My name is Scott. I am the one with blonde hair. And, bam, 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 bam. and Ryan Scott. Welcome to the comedy baton. <laughs> All right. Slam dunk. <laughs> Swish. <sighs> what's up, everybody? <laughs> Nothing. I just came back from watching the game. <laughs> How did they do this time around? They added a new rule and everyone won. Good job, games. We did a great job today. My favorite gamesman is the is Tucker, the big throwing sports guy with his huge arms. He's a good one. Tucker, like, Tucker gets out there on that large lawn and he really maneuvers that ball. He likes to hurl those pieces around. Football season's back, and I know a lot of you are excited because one of them put another woman in a wood chipper. <laughs> one of the cheerleaders has a new, new, a new breast. It's huge. <laughs> we're all going to see it, and then we're going to find out what new flavor of Dorito is coming out soon. Uh, a, a large white man with a predominantly Christian background brought a loaded shotgun on a plane by accident. So football season has returned. <laughs> One of the players has been disqualified for deflating and then fucking the ball. Uh, and then uh, he's gotten his own line of trucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else is happening in the world of sports? Nothing? Uh, that's about it. Yeah. All right. We're here with competitive fishing. Uh, we're down in the fan boat, and uh, Jeremy's gotten his galoshes all tangled up, and he's got to put those on real fast. Otherwise, he's not going to be catching any of the striped bass. Here it is. It's Christopher with three Ks, and he popped the ball again. What a mean man. Hey! All right. Let's go to professional archery. All right. There's no one there, and we're back to soccer. Uh, looks like the European ladies are running real fast today. Look at them go. If I oh, own, boy, someone let a dog out on the field, and it's going straight for those fries. If what I, kind of fries are those? Curly fries. If I owned Madison Square Garden, I would commission a remix of that song <laughs> to play exclusively in the bathrooms that went, Y'all ready to piss? <laughs> and then I would make the lines really long until most people killed themselves. Wow. <laughs> It's yeah, a, it's a solid business plan. You don't have any return my customers. If I owned any establishment, I'd probably have a large African gray parrot in the bathroom. 
So are you telling us you bought a large African gray parrot for your home? This no, week? no, no, no. I mean, like for like an like an establishment, not a fucking residence. Oh, what kind of madman do you think I am? I'm the kind who buys one-eyed geese from Amazon. I don't know. I like the idea of uh, you make it sound like a real goose. It's a hollow. It's a it's a rotocast uh, decorative lawn goose. Okay, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, during the day. <laughs> Uh, we're tuning back into the MLB network right now, which stands for <laughs> my lady's belong. <laughs> All right. My longing baloney. All right. It is a good time to have sports back. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that at all. The sports make people very happy, except for, uh, all the, all, the, all the people what, that get hurt. We want to talk about a real big outrage in the sporting industry is that they replaced one of the big sportsmen's domes with the boulangerie. They did. Yeah, and all those, uh, all those boys are real upset about that because they don't want to go in and get brioches. No, sir, they want to see sports. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, we got a lot of, there were a lot of outrage fans over the week when they found out that most professional sporting arenas don't have domes. Those are actually yards, yarmulkes. <laughs> yarmulkes. This podcast is sponsored by... By yard yarmulkes. If you need a yard yarmulke for your huge head, sports dome. A lot of people who are very anti-Jewish didn't like those yard yarmulkes. Yeah. So, um, the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> they had a new rule to baseball this year, where once a game, the ball is gigantic. <laughs> See, I would love sports if every if every season they added a new rule. So by the end of it, it's like, I mean, it looks like when they add like f- fucking costumes to call of duty or whatever but, yep. but they're just like oh yeah one of the players has to carry a pumpkin with him every time he goes around yeah. and you're like why and it's like oh it's pumpkin night <laughs> the uh <laughs> the shortstop has been replaced by uh, the scarecrow and uh, all of the bases are big hay bales and you have to do a little square dance around them because it's harvest season tonight it's bobblehead night and one lucky fan in the crowd will actually win a snake posing as a bobblehead and if he bites here in the hand you'll win a toyota gallant <laughs> Oh, the old Toyota Gallant. <laughs> the president of ESPN is here, and he's going to get in a contest with a local orphan to see who can eat the most raw eggs while they're still in the shell, <laughs> as is customary in sporting events. I don't watch yeah. sports, man. <laughs> you What's wrong? I don't really? have any problem with them. I think it's like very easy to be like, oh, sports ball, I don't get it. Just figure yeah. it out. It's just figure it out. It's not Pretty that hard easy. to figure out. That being said, uh, football is the one sport. I have no idea what's going on over there. Yeah, no, it's... it's uh, No idea. I don't know. A bunch of men fight over a I ball. I think you described it. My law... One guy carries a pumpkin. My idea for every sport is to make the field half the size and the goal twice the size. And then every sport is basketball, where the, the score is like 140 to 180 at the end. Yeah, my... Um, everyone wins. Everyone gets at least two or three dunks in a game that goes up to 180. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, uh, my way to improve uh, sporting events is everything you said, but uh, make the, uh, the, all the players uh, twice, twice as Komodo Dragons and make the field uh, three times as on fire. Yep. And then <laughs> just a Komodo Dragon goal fight. I know it's inhumane, but I think if they did it in countries where it doesn't matter, they should do a lot more sports that include just real crazy wild animals yeah i completely agree yeah like if you had a soccer lion <laughs> he was just he was in the goal but it was spelled with four g's and four he, i'm but fairly be, certain you just described a mexican hot cocoa mascot <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, but wait yeah kind of leon yeah. <laughs> 
But would he be acting like a normal lion or like a, a lion who's really a part of the game? He he's be, acting like a lion. So if you see in a lion, he only has two modes, and that's uh, asleep doing or killing something. <laughs> and I feel like he'd be asleep until three or four balls whizzed over his head, and then he would start mauling. <laughs> Yeah, I give those soccer boys something to actually cry about. <laughs> oh, I hurt my oh, shoulder. Oh, my my wrist. You know what's amazing is being fat and overweight and old and criticizing professional athletes from the comfort of a couch very far uh, away. You know what? Millions of sports fans do it yeah. every week. Oh, I right. could do that. Honey, uh, f- fill those wings with nachos <laughs> before I start the hitting. They should do a. They should do like charity event matches where it's uh, like Big Brother, Big Sister, but it's like three-legged races. So you get like professional NFL players, but they've got a child <laughs> tied to their ankle. Yeah, and everyone's got to kind of, you know, do they want to win or do they want to be like a good Big Brother, Big Sister? Speaking of sports foods, this is one guy who just hauling ass with a yeah. child dragging behind him. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, maybe in a couple of months. I generally it's like, an evergreen been, show. Uh, it's yeah. been in January the last uh, few years or so, but I think it's going to be in November one of these days. It's, they're going to change it up. So I, if you're thinking about the big game at home this Sunday and you just bought your new Forky TV and you're real hungry, I want you to think about some of the great foods you can have. And this year, I want you. How to, hungry are you? You just said 4K TV is Forky TV. Yeah, that's right. I want you to think about bringing back the sit the six foot sub. The six foot, the, the six foot hoagie, the old Dagwood, the old hoag stomper, <laughs> the meat coffin they call it, <laughs> the land snake. <laughs> the six foot sub has seen a massive it, decline in American pop culture over the really last few has. years. It makes me very sad because a lot of people used to get a big party sub they'd call it, or the the dry boat. <laughs> Yeah. Also, big problem with yes, it is the uh, dry sandwich you could possibly buy with the, the oldest meat, the worst cheese, and I think Easter basket grass. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. Yep. But also, one of the big issues with the six foot sub is that they never actually figured out a way to make it uh, properly pivot to go around corners. And most doorways and stairwells in which people hold sportsmen's events are, uh, you know, it just doesn't doesn't accommodate a large uh, large plank of sandwich coming through there. You're totally right, and I think that's why it's like moving a couch that you can't you can't rotate it around, otherwise all the meat will fall out. That's why I think all six-foot party shubs should be L-shaped, so we can add a surprise element where you walk in the room and you go, oh, it's a foot-long sub, and then you turn the corner and you go, whoa! whoa there's actually, five more feet of sub. That's a fucking great... I'd like to see us. I'd like to see the, the dawn of the Subway sandwich maze yeah. where you uh, you enter the party and you're like, oh, I wonder where this is going. You just follow it. It just keeps going around. It's like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> it's basically leads, like leads a, you around a submarine sandwich game of snake in your own yep. home. You gotta eat your way to the end. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. The problem with a lot of six-foot party subs, as you all know, listening at home, is that many of you have dietary restrictions, such as not being able to eat any of the good shit. <laughs> and it's hard to make a sandwich that goes 25% little pussy-ass bitch. Hey, guys. <laughs> I don't mean to uh, you know segue too hard here or anything, but uh, Josuel Rosario... Oh, One good. of our patrons. Oh. Why don't you practice Mexican at home, you idiot? Fuck you. He <laughs> says, uh, submarines, tanks, or helicopters. I, 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 yeah, well, I don't think there's ever been a six-foot tank. All at once. Or a six-foot helicopter. Although, you know what I would love Air is Wolf. the submarine sandwich helicopter, which is a submarine sandwich six feet, but also has two four-foot by four-foot uh, wivet pings above it. <laughs> wivet? What? <laughs> that spin around and get you ready to go. Yeah, Takes off old, into the sky. Yeah, the old wivet Those are called rotards, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, no, is, I, that is their word, Max. That's what you know. called it. Can I we? Say, uh, I say tanks. Yeah? Why? I'm probably, on balance, least likely to die in one. Mm-hmm. Well. Thanks yeah. for your input, Ryan. That's true. Yeah? Uh, you won't drown or blow up in the cloud. Yeah, I yep. mean, 
I'd like to see them real, really all just combined into one vehicle. An Airwolf. Just like a Sonic the Hedgehog boss. Is that what Airwolf is? <laughs> Airwolf's a jet in a helicopter, right? That's so stupid. Yeah, well, he's like the zip off pants of vehicles. Pick yeah. one, fuckers. Is it just a crazy helicopter? It was a, it was a kooky helicopter, but it was also a wolf. I want to see uh, I want to see a Batman movie where he's like, oh god damn it, I should have brought the submarine, and he drives his helicopter into the water as far as he can. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading a bunch about old World War One technology, and I learned that uh, here's an actual little bit of a fact: is the reason we call them tanks is because the uh, the code name for them when they're being made was water tank because they look like a big fucking water tank, and if they're spies, they're like, what are you working on? Oh, the old water tank, and they're like, oh, that's boring. I'm gonna go over here. So now they were going to call them like battle carriages or, you know. I like that name. Land, land of ships. Land of ships. Land ships. God, I hope I don't end up in your land group for Battlefield 1 <laughs> when you're dropping all these hot facts. Yep. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Actually, did you know that they had horses in these I don't know. People, sometimes people want to learn a little thing. <laughs> That's what, that sucks. Uh, Jen's listens to like all these podcasts, and she learns all this shit. And I'm like, you should listen to my podcast. And she's like, why? And I'm like, you'll learn about L-shaped what, subs. What, um, we, last week we uh, we made fun of juice or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, it makes me happy that people get enjoyment out of this show. But like, we do like you listen to like a like a smart person's podcast, and they're like, now you can learn about where the history of the zipper or why tennis rackets are that shape. And you're like, well, that's certainly interesting. Well, that's the thing about the the legacy of this show is that it started a long time before uh, a lot of people figured out that you can use the podcast medium to do very riveting, entertaining, yeah. <laughs> intelligent shit. You know, I like to say that uh, we're still we're, we're still going we're over still, here. Uh, we're like, you know who I hate is. Larry the Cable Guy, that guy acts like an idiot for money. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they should make submarine sandwich helicopters. <laughs> yeah, but what I mean, are we? you know, end of the day, we did it before cereal, so uh, suck it NPR. Yeah, and they ran out of uh, shows the second that dude yeah. stopped killing that they girl. Solved, they solved that mystery and they were all out of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were like, season two, oh, it's like The Wire season two. It takes place on the docks. It's not about the drug dealers at all. I think a, a cool uh, like NPR podcast would be one where they it's like this old house, the podcast, and you just hear that dude working on the house, and he's like, all right, today we're going to be using these tools to fix up this shit. And you're like, you hear a bunch of banging, and you're like, just a sound I have record. no idea what he's doing. This old haunted house. All right, no, this next part, you're going to be very careful to not do it like this at all. You're going to want to do it the way I'm doing it here. So just be sure, you're, otherwise you're going to cut your veins off. Welcome to episode 27 of Worst Sounds in Your House. Uh, coming up next is a tea kettle and the microwave going off for four minutes after it finished cooking. Careful, Carl. You don't want to squeeze that cock too hard. Otherwise, it'll get all over the place. I kind of want to start uh, taking porn clips and dubbing in uh, Halloween sound effects and just uploading them to RedTube and just leaving them there. <laughs> like like witches. Hot chick gets boned in a haunted house. <laughs> it's just witches cackling the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> You can't see it, but there's hundreds of skeletons and old chains and grandfather clocks. Yeah, and nothing I want to beat off to more is a gaping video where every time they just open up, it's the sound of a creaky old door. Well, that'd be great because I imagine a lot of people do watch porn with the sound off. So they'd probably be like, yeah, that chick's pretty hot. And then I'm sure they'd be like, I think they're in a haunted house. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> like, what's up with all those Halloween noises? Conversely, I could save the trouble and just leave that comment on a bunch of videos and be like, oh my god, are you hearing this? That's fucking Halloween effects. Well, I, was, I was telling you guys this story at lunch the other day, but I was laughing really hard like about a year ago. Uh, I had a house to myself for the weekend, and I was watching an adult film on a website. Uh, 
You were watching a five-minute clip of an adult film. No, I was side. watching a full movie. Was it Sicario? Yeah. It's <laughs> an adult film. It was what, Sicario. This ain't what, Triple X? What, what was it? <laughs> what, what it was ain't was the Hurt Locker. It was the Flintstones where instead of the dinosaur being a shower, they just fucked the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and there were credits at the end, and the movie was funny because it was a guy and he was fucking this girl in the shower. And no then, way, really? Yeah, and there were credits at the end, and uh, they, I don't know why there were credits because there were like four people that worked They're on They're trying them. to get on IMDb. Like, I don't think people understand that if you have four people that worked on your thing, that's a splash screen, not credits. You don't, you don't, that doesn't, that shouldn't move. Hey, don't, don't, don't discredit the Star Wars show credits. That's, it's like watching a bird fly by a small window. So, uh, they show the credits of like Julio and then like, you know, Joey the Nacho Grande and then like two girls who are named after their towns or whatever. And, uh, then it cuts back to the shower and it shows a deleted scene where that same girl is getting fucked and she pulls the shower rod down and falls on the what the show bloopers? And I was like, look, I don't know what you're supposed to do after you finish watching a movie like that. I don't know how long you're supposed to sit there before you get up and immediately go like, I gotta take care of this. That's like a Jack it's like a Jackie Chan movie, you know? Yeah. Like, where you your, stick around and they, well, somebody breaks a leg and they, like a, they draw a Nike it, shoe on a broken a, foot. Yeah, it's a fucking it's like a <laughs> Well they play Ash's Jackie Chan. <laughs> Kung Fu do what you do to me. I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> it's a it's a waste of film to film someone fucking in a shower and then they take the shower rod down it's funny you shouldn't you shouldn't waste that that video it's a good video there's yeah, a lot, no, of, a lot just, of videos that pe- people wish they could see it they don't get to see it I know it's, it's like a little weird you just use all parts of the deer like that you know i like, think it's even weirder that uh there's not enough there's not enough jackie chan porn parodies such as jack uh, like jack and chan <laughs> rumble in the blouse uh, shanghai moon operation condom <laughs> Bush hour. <laughs> wow. I think it would be rush shower. <laughs> Around the world in 80 lays. 80 gays. Yeah, that works too. It does. I guess you're not Around the whore in 80 gay. I yep. don't know. They, yep. they fuck in a hot air balloon. I miss that the, though. The cuxedo. I really miss that because they used to they used to do they used to do titles like that and they don't do that anymore. No, right. they don't. Now it's just this ain't insert the thing here. Now they're like Game of Thrones, but with fuck fucking cum. This like, ain't Game of, of Thrones, a triple X Suicide Squad, but they bang. <laughs> like, it's like come on, a- a- SEO. Yep, that's it, it. You, like in the nineties, it would have been Suicide Sluts, and you would have been like, I got it. This is great. That's scandalous. Yeah. And now they're just like the fucking Joker bangs the clown girl. The <laughs> Yeah, that's straight up. A, that's a symptom of just of of people. SEO. Yeah, of SEO. But it's also like yeah, fucking that goddamn SEO editore, <laughs> <laughs> shitty Italian ninja. Um, but no, like people used to walk into a store and they'd like see the name of something they're like, hey, I'll watch that. But like, there's no browsing anymore. It's like I just want to look for the fucking and the bush and the titties. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We should. We should. I feel like we should do a. a a porn commentary one of these days for like one of those like highly thought out ones yeah that'll sell you, you really want to do a porn commentary <laughs> there's a ninja turtles porno i told you about that yeah, yeah. it's no, real good I, I watched the trailer for it did you what? watch that ryan no april o'neill's in a, a porn parody called 10 inch mutant ninja turtles <laughs> that's that's clever it's pretty funny it's, it sucks because it's like she fucks all four of them and the rat and she's like that was fine and then they order uh, mayonnaise anchovy ice cream pizza and she starts throwing up that's actually what tipped her over the edge she'll do anything in that movie but she will not eat that pizza <laughs> she's a fucking New Yorker do they wear shells well so that's the thing is that uh, it, it's 
She, they're in the, they're in the, they're in the lair, right? I want to do a breakdown okay. of this movie because right. it's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was fucking great. How I mean, long? I, is I skimmed it? over a little bit. I think it's like half an hour. It's not. It's not super long. Okay. Um, but it starts out and she's hanging out in the in the the. Wait, do they drive the bang bus? But it has like no foot stinks. No, maybe in the sequel. Uh, who's the side of it? Who's the villain? Secret of the jizz or whatever. Uh, the villain is the spreader. The Shredder, um, right. who is a lady Shredder. And Beacock? Uh, I think it's Beatoff and Cocksteady or something. Yeah, okay. right. I don't know. But they All don't right. show them. Uh, but, like, basically they're hanging out in the turtle in the turtle lair. Okay. And, are the uh, foot soldier guys? Just there's no foot like... soldiers there. The Casey Jones and April are there, and I think they're, like, about to fuck or something. But the Ninja Turtles show up, and they're like, oh, shit, April. And then, I don't know. And then, and then the Spreader shows up, and they have this, like... Tonight they I have dine like, on Turtle Com. <laughs> yeah. They have, like, a, a five-minute just oh, no, argument with the Shredder, basically. Cockman. Really? And then, basically, like, Casey and April just go fuck, and you hear ninja sounds off screen for, like, 20 minutes. And I think it occasionally cuts back to, like, the Ninja Turtles, like, fighting or whatever. But mostly it's just Casey Jones and April fucking. Uh-huh. And then it cuts back, and... uh then the turtles all jizz on like, her, but they got a, green jizz. This will be a great scoop for my news story. <laughs> my I roommate mean, Irma's going to really rub one out to this. I mean, if you think about it, Ninja Turtles is about a large object with one eye destroying a bunch of shit while <laughs> full of tiny, awful things. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Fuck, that's awful. I don't know. It's a fun. It's a fun video. It's on. Uh, it's on WoodRocket.com. I think <laughs> WoodRocket. They also did. The, they also did the Game <laughs> of Thrones uh, thing. How was that one? I don't watch that one. You liar! I'll just beat off to Game of Thrones. It's got fucking in it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it randomly cuts to like a horse being decapitated. I am jerking. Oh, no. I am coming. <laughs> I am using my hands on my penis and it's moving. And I'm <laughs> I please am don't go to on. a very long establishing <laughs> shot right after these two people are fucking. I'm those tales look kind of like titties. Yeah, I fast forward through that. Really, really bad theme song. Uh, I'm about to come. Oh no! Please have don't you, show the midget. Have you seen the theme song for Westworld? That's <laughs> oh, fucking. There's a robot western town. There's and a westy world and it's full of men. I kind of wish they it was... might be robots and they're not your friends. I kind of wish it was it's just like, a, like Queens, like Flash Gordon, but it's just like <laughs> West. I like the world. I like the B52 version. Westworld. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. It's Westworld. <laughs> There's a robot man with a cowboy hat. But what's inside of his gun? Oh, a West World! It wasn't a world, it was a West World. Uh, okay, Marley Sage Diaz it's the future, but it's the past. As kids, did you ever make. Oh, Marley Sage was the girl that fell over in the shower. <laughs> Damn it. No, she was the deaf one on uh, Law and Order. Sorry, Marley. As kids, did you ever like the knockoff version of something more than the original? I liked Big Bad Beetleborgs more than Power Rangers, and I got into street sharks before tmnt uh when i think knockoffs i'm like ah super amigos which is like the super friends but just repainted and put in worse packaging well i mean more like the the things that actually have properties like or like you know i watched wrestling during the the monday night wars which was really the only time that was it was even worth watching oh dude wcw was so much better than wwf at that time well at the time so they were so poor that they were just like (laughs) hey here's a 
here's like these here's a fake guy that's kind of like a, a Hulk Hogan or like here's our white trash guy. But it, one of my favorite things about wrestling were these these guys called jobbers. And <coughs> yeah. uh, do you know anything about jobbers? Jobbers are the guys who come out and purposely lose mostly during dark matches, yeah. but then they'll throw them in at the at the beginning of the the rumble the night. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are these guys like Barry Hardy or Barry Horowitz, usually just Jewish guys from Brooklyn, and they would come out and they oh. would they would lose to professional wrestlers to make the professional wrestler look good it was mostly to booker t and they didn't have gimmicks they were just not like these fucking bootleg knockoff real human (laughs) men that would come out and just get their ass kicked and then like tatanka would come up and be like yeah i won i can get back to gang raping now or whatever it is i'm (laughs) in jail for this year Uh, jesus christ (laughs) sorry he's dead uh is it yeah i don't know probably roll the roll the the 90 sided dice on that one where 89 sides are a tombstone throw a throw a throw a handful of wwf player trading cards up in the air and whichever one's land face down yep yep they're still alive. So those were really funny because uh, those guys were like they were like human human dollar store wrestler basic basically yeah. like like bootleg uh, wrestlers. But also like uh, I am I'm trying to think there were there were certain serials where I was like at one point in my life I had, mm. was convinced that I liked Magic Stars more than Lucky Charms. Yeah, there was this weird period where uh, like the Safeway store brand shit was doing more interesting. Like when Pe- remember Pepsi Blue? Yeah, that fucking vanilla blueberry garbage. Mm-hmm. Sorry, anybody who likes Pepsi Blue who's writing us an email right now i don't i wish they would bring it back Um, they brought back surge give it hey if you're gonna gonna write that email uh do us a favor and finish it and send it to us because the that's the least controversial thing yeah we've made fun of um do you remember the blueberry drink so around that time safeway put out like a blue raspberry soda which was exactly what it sounds like and it was fucking awesome but it was like that weird like oh it's store brand like shitty safeway knockoff and they also are doing uh like mint oreos back then and that was before oreo was like hey it's the fucking ashtray flavored (laughs) taxi cab air freshener oreos or whatever the fuck they're on now yeah it's chips ahoy flavored oreos okay before somebody at nabisco was like we must kill greg miller (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i I remember watching uh i got into i got i got into digimon like after i'd already gotten over pokemon Mm -hmm. like it was on like after school and i was just i'd watch it and i was like this show's actually really fucking good like it's got way more of like like pokemon's the animals all shout their own names repeatedly like like awful kindergartners or something and like digimon was like sort of like about kids getting sucked into an alternate reality or something and i just remember it being like surprisingly thought out and like it was serialized like there were like plot points that carried through and i was like fuck i wish i'd gotten into sooner but at that point it was like you know the digimon shit was just you know i was in i was like a freshman in high school and i was like i'm not gonna get into this i mean like the weird thing is that like we the ninja turtles like ninja turtles are a fucking like bootleg parody of 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 other comic book characters. Yeah, but they were they grew up to begin. They, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a really weird point. We got Ninja Turtles was a direct parody of like Daredevil. Yeah. Yep. And New Mutants and currently we still haven't gotten New Mutants on screen in any form, but Daredevil like it got a TV series after Ninja Turtles that had like what five and yep. like seven movies or something. Yep. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Well, it's also like you think about like the Beastie Boys fight for your right to party. Like was a song that they wrote out of spite for party jock 
bro culture. And then they put Tabitha Soren in the video. Yeah. And then it got so fucking big that their label was like, you have to play this at every concert. And they're like, we don't want to. And they were like, people are demanding it. This is your big hit. So they took their parody song that they hated that they wrote out of spite and loathing. And it became one of their biggest songs. And to this day, like you hear that song and you're like, I'm ready to fucking party. And they're like, that's not what we wanted. We wanted to do Tibetan freedom concerts Free Tibet. forever. I don't know. They were. I yeah. went to that concert. Yeah. Yeah. Free Tibet. Yeah. It was at Golden Gate Park. Huh. When I was like 15. Did you my, guys, uh, did you do it? Did, did I, you free, did, did you free Tibet? Oh my God. We freed Tibet so hard that day to rage against the machine and. Are they okay now? The Beastie Boys. Yeah, Tibet's great. Not, 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 I mean, reg- are, you Tibet- are you Tibetan man? <laughs> Do you like sexy cartoon ladies in problematic situations? Do you like big muscular dudes with swords jumping around, shooting stuff, big ass robots messing up a bunch of stuff? How about animals doing animal things, but not animal things? Well, that's some Japanese animation, baby. That's right talking about anime go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month-long trial today anime baby on crunchyroll take off your clothes watch some cartoons with some boobies but don't tell your parents uh, max and i on the way over here found out that uh be real uh as a <laughs> talk show that he does oh for real for real. He has a talk show that he does in the back of a locked car with all the windows up called The Box, where him and his guests hotbox a car, which might just be an Uber that they didn't let yeah. in on the joke. That would be fucking That would be fucking funny. And he does interviews with people while driving around, and he's like, don't let the fucking windows down. We're trying to maximize our THC. Touch a hijack cannabis. I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that he's doing an interview show, and it's not called, like, Be Real With Me. Yeah. You know? Like, that would be kind of a... But instead he goes with The Box. Which is it's got the box guys we hot box the cars. I'm in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, think of it. I'm turning around. I missed our turn. Is there anything that you liked? I was into GoBots for a while. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, I was too. Did you watch the cartoons? Hell uh-huh. yeah. I had the toys. Yeah, I, I yeah. watched the cartoons. Then that was that was like Tonka's version or something. Yeah, I actually, it? I'm with you, Ryan. I kind of. For a few, for a couple of the toys, I preferred the GoBots over the Transformer version. Somebody tweeted this out a while back, but there's because a, they were metal and they hurt. They're they're like, that was, <laughs> what, no, like that was my, what the Transformers did too. No, but I mean, right? like trying to transform GoBots, you would actually hurt your fingers. Yeah, it would, get, it to would do like it. pinch your. It fingers. would pinch your fingers, and I was like, well, that's a sign of quality. Yeah. So yeah, if you've never heard the GoBots, the Transformers obviously hurt me more. Transformers won the console wars there, but GoBots were a bootleg ass Transformers. I think, but a really funny thing, and somebody tweeted this a while back. I'm sorry for getting. And GoBots had a movie too. Yeah, but GoBots had this playset that was basically like the gutted front of a jet that they all lived in. That it looked like a weird face on the bottom. It looked like like a face uh, on the bottom, but. if you look at it, it uh, has all these different rooms. It's almost like a dollhouse, and there's a, a kitchen in there mm-hmm. with like a. It's like a cafeteria. Yeah, for for robots, like food. the GoBots to sit down and like to have like a nice lunch they brought from home. <laughs> or whatever. Yep. Some office snacks. Yeah. Like some cordial uh, cocktails or Sometimes whatever. Sometimes Psykill gets a little hungry. I kind of love the idea that GoBots come to Earth and they're like, "Well, what do we eat?" And they're like, "Well." Cherry cordials, obviously. Yeah, it's like their only food. But also that that command center that was a jet. Yep, it, it had like 
little tiny legs that you could pull out of it. It's a robot too. So it's a giant playset that had little legs and tiny arms that popped off of it. It basically looked like the fake transformer from Big that turned into the Empire right, State Building. Right. Like that's what the GoBot giant thing that Brian's talking uh, about. We talked about it before on the show, but Maybe I really it was, called, it was like Master Leader One. My brother and I really liked Rock Lords. Rock Lords, yeah, Rock Lords were, were that was they were the movie. It was yeah. GoBots versus the Rock Lords was the movie, and it was a movie about Transformers fighting rocks. And I had this, transformed into robots. I had this really dumb moment. Um, I was in in Paris like a month ago, and we went to that toy store that I love called Lulu Balu or Lulu Berlu, which. Lulu. Is, you should definitely check out if you if you go because it's just like it's a, it's it's a fucking eighties nineties toy room turned into a to, uh, a store, uh, and they had all the rock lords there, but they also had their ship which I'd never seen before. What the rock lords fly in this stone covered X wing, <laughs> like it's straight up an X wing, but just covered in like stone decor that looks like if they had just left uh, Luke's X wing in the swamp in Dagobah for like the, the sixty Flintstones years. X wing, yeah. And um, and I was sitting there and I was like looking at it and I was like, that doesn't make sense. It would never fly. It's made of stone. And then I looked around the room and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Why are you actually doing this thing? <laughs> First of all, actually, it was flying through space, so there was zero gravity. <laughs> it was filled with rock people. They turned mm-hmm. it to rock. I don't. I still understand. Like what, that was their thing. They I was were sold like, on it. I wanted. I wanted Rock Lord so bad. I thought it was so cool that robots turned into plastic rocks. And one of them, I had the brown one. That's a weird way of putting that. But he had a mohawk. He had like a green mohawk. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. Their power was to turn into rocks. But like, who's that? To, who's that the trick? Like a cat? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. You hide like house keys in one of those fake rocks. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't remember. I never saw the movie. I just begged to go see the movie and never got to go. Was it in theaters? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. What a terrible waste of a large room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I got a good question here. Speaking of rocks and movies, um, I guess it only works if you say The Rock. Anyway, Dale Tite says, if there was a comedy button movie, what celebrities would you want for cameo appearances slash roles? Hmm. I want John Leguizamo to play Ryan Scott's dad and put him in, like, basically the, the clown makeup from Spawn, but with a what? huge ZZ Top beard. <laughs> what the hell? Ryan Scott, what What's, are you doing? What celebrity cameos would we want? Oh, my God. There's so many good celebrity cameos. Wait, are we talking about who would play us? Or no, we... just, just people who'd want just, the movie. Uh, I want, like how Mark Hamill's and Jay and Silent Bob strike back. I would or... want uh, Michael Jordan to come out and be like, hey, guys. Let's play some basketball. Mm-hmm. Just randomly in the middle of the movie. And just zooms in on his face. Yeah. And we're like, we can't right now, Michael. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All that right. All right. That's fine, guys. That's yeah. fine. Uh, I guess we won't play some basketball. Reginald Bill Johnson. <laughs> as, as Carl. I mean, he'd be playing. As cop. As, as, as a cop. As cool cop. Yep. But he comes in. At, well, what if he's like, what if he comes in as himself, but he dresses to like sell us mushrooms? And we're like, we can't right now. We're recording a podcast. And he's like. Steve, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to just. I love the idea of just celebrities just doing just shit that you're. Just like, what are you? What are you doing here? Like, how'd that work out? Why yeah. did that happen? I'd like. Um, this is a real weird celebrity, but for me, I'd be like, "Hey, man, what's up?" It make perfect sense for me to have conversation with them. John Davidson, Ooh. former host of the 1980s version of Hollywood Square. I like that a lot. Where the guy's hair is basically looks like it's made out of fiberglass. I want to. I want a scene where it cuts to the villain's lair of all the people trying to take down the comedy button, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them is Palmer Lucky, and he's spending ten thousand dollars on the Impact font. <laughs> 
and a guy comes in and he's like, that comes free on every computer. And he goes, oh, man. And then a shark eats. <laughs> All right. We need villains. And the guy who says that is George Clooney. <laughs> I like that I'm, George Clooney is a font cop. <laughs> I love the idea of just of having like celebrities just playing just just breaking character, you know. Like I'd love it if if like, I mean Jennifer Connelly just plays like the meanest woman, just the worst woman. She, we don't know that she is. She no, she she seems pretty nice. I would hire Brad Pitt and have everyone call him Johnny Depp for the entire. Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty actually good. pretty funny, right? If the comedy button movie starred Brad Pitt as Johnny Depp <laughs> in a role, we couldn't get Johnny Depp, so we hired the next best thing. Get Tom Hardy to play Jai Courtney. <laughs> George Clooney as Brad Pitt. Yeah. Hey, we can't put Jai Courtney in this movie. It's going to suck. <laughs> I'd like to get a CG Judy Dench. Just comes in and you're just like a hyper-realistic Judy Dench, but you're like, is that really Judy Dench? Like, no, it's entirely... It's, we mo-capped actual Judy Dench, and then we rendered her... In real time. Actually, it's, it's mo-capped yeah. uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen as Dame Judy Dench. Mm. Did you ever watch Murder, Comedy She Wrote? Button. Yeah. You did? Yeah. With Angela Lansbury? Uh-huh. She's still We could bring, we could bring her in to sing Beauty and the Beast. So really, yeah. really interesting thing is that uh, when I was a kid in the 90s, and we were talking about Monday Night Raw before, I used to watch that show. It was on Monday nights at 9 o'clock on the USA Network. Mm-hmm. USA Network has had three memorable shows in the history of USA Network. Tic Tac Doe. What? Son of the Beach. What? No. That no. was FX. Shut up. Stop it. Whatever what? you're whatever you're gonna say. The Police you... Academy Beach Guys, whatever that's called. Let's hear your 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 three USA. Scott, what's, shows? Oh, fucking, what's uh, that show? Pacific Blue. There Monday Night Raw. No. Mr. Wrong. Robot Duckman. Oh, Murder right. She Wrote. Duckman. Mortal Kombat. Oh four, four shows. Savage you're Dragon. At, you're at a duck. Four man. shows. Mr. Robot. Burn uh, notice. Uh, Burn notice. Don't yell that. Dance Party USA. No. Duckman. And, weird, and tattooed weird teenage science. alien fighters from Beverly Hills. Nope. Motherfuckers, we do a lot of dumb stuff on this show, but I think arguing about the best USA <laughs> shows might take the cake. The USA Cartoon Express. I'm sorry, everybody weird in the room science. got triggered. Weird Science was a great show. Was Listen, an excellent show. Listen, so. To get back to what you I was saying. You wouldn't have gold like burn Shut notice up. if it weren't for weird science. How is it? No, you t- no, what the world doesn't need burn notice. Hell yes, it does. What is it? What is the what is burn notice done for the world? It's it's taught you what it's like to be a spy. Oh, really? Finally. It gave you spy tips. I thought it just so, taught people burn prevention tips. Don't touch that stove. No. This week on Burn Notice. It sucks <laughs> that there's there's never been spy stuff before in movies or film or TV. Never not, before. Not as cool as not a once. Burn notice. Yeah, they definitely didn't make seventy James Bond movies. <laughs> not yet. I mean that that SNL sketch where, where it was like, "What is, is burn notice?" What is burn yeah. notice is a hundred percent true <laughs> because you could show me uh, a. a a catalog for the Sears men's fashion and say, this is the cast of Burn Notice, and I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, I believe there's like there's a redhead woman that looks like Joanna Dark. Uh, there's a car. What? I think there's a robot. <laughs> a suitcase. I think you just described every show ever. Okay, so to sum up my, my argument here, I used to tune in to Monday Night Raw on Monday nights, 9 p.m. on the USA Network, and for whatever reason, the programming director, who either should have been given a raise or fired it twice. It was Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Decided to... How do you lead into a show where a bunch of... 20-something-year-old oiled-up men dressed as comic book characters beat the shit out of each other for a fucking gold belt. 
<laughs> What's the best show to put before that? Oh, I know. How about Angela Lansbury's Murder, She Wrote? A show about a seven-year-old woman that solves <laughs> very small town crimes. But here's the thing. I've never seen an entire episode of that show. I've only seen the last two minutes of every episode of that show. So to me, Murder, She Wrote is about a smug bitch <laughs> <that> fucking <laughs> has figured everything out. As Vince McMahon starts talking <laughs> about who is going to fight tonight. <laughs> so it, just, it would just be her walking in the room and being like, that's not the way it happened at all. And I'll tell you why. And everyone in the room would look shook as fuck. And she'd be like, you're a liar and you're going to jail. And you, I can't believe you pretended to be your sister for money. You're going to jail too. And everyone would be like, holy shit, this woman is fucking great. And she'd be like, yeah, I know, motherfucker. <laughs> and then Vince McMahon would be like, tonight. Tatanka, fresh <laughs> off of his <laughs> jail <laughs> from gang rape, is fighting a human clown. <laughs> and the Undertaker's back from the dead again. <laughs> and then Murder She Wrote Lady would wink, and the, then the show would start. <laughs> and that was me, like, it's like, you know, fucking confusing that is to happen when you're already like, you're like 14 and you don't understand anything, <laughs> and parts of your body are growing differently than others. <laughs> you know how fucking horrible that is? Anyway, yeah. so it's good to see you. USA Network has another hit oh, show. Oh, the thing is, is I'm glad that there was, after we got out of wrestling, there was a f- there was another generation that was doing the Murder, She Wrote thing, but with reruns of Monk. <laughs> so they just kept it going. Yeah, where it's the same where thing. it's the same thing. It's just a, a smug, crazy dude going, uh, she didn't wash her hands, so she did it. Yeah, Monk, which is an 82-second <laughs> show about a neurotic Jewish know-it-all. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I clap twice when I walk in the house, but I know you're the killer. <laughs> Hey, yeah. wait, I, I thought of, I thought of a fifth one, but what? it's not really a show. Great, you found the fifth <laughs> USA <laughs> the show. Best one, Legends <laughs> yeah. of the Hidden Temple, number five, <laughs> commercial. No, USA up all night. Oh, because they said Gilbert Gottfried. Well, Ronda, really... Ronda Shear, all right. Ronda Gilbert Shear. Gottfried is is totally the first of all. Worst up all night was an excuse for Ronda to be in underwear to introduce a movie in forty five second clips Hell over two yes. hours. <laughs> it, that show is five minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Right. I wrote letters to her. I got an Did autographed re- picture of her. Oh, my God. Really? Somewhere. I have Were one. Were you like, uh, dear Rhonda, the night that you introduced Buford Beach Bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was probably Toxic Avenger. Let's they used to, do they do, they still, do they do shit like that anymore? They used to do a lot of that shit on TV in the 90s where they'd There's be like. There's no TV anymore. Well, they'd, they'd be, be like, like, they'd be like, here's a movie. Remember it's in a movie? It's an, yeah, it's an hour. Uh. But our version's three hours because it keeps cutting back to like this fake couple at a desk or like uh, Elvira. They do that out that's, here. That's um, USA up all night. Yeah. Really? At, on uh, what about movies for guys who like gays? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do that. Um, there's a local station out here that also has a dance party uh, show. What? Yeah. Coffee, K O F Y, Stereo TV Twenty, San Francisco. What they have a they have a kooky. It's like they have dance Danzig, party it's USA. Like, it's like Danzig's uh, basement party, and it's a bunch of like people dressed as kooky Halloween characters, and they play rock and roll music, and they watch scary movies and do skits. See, it's so hard for our generation to get mad at a younger generation for YouTube. We're like, you watch videos of people reacting to people eating. <laughs> yes, That's we had it. Enough. That's very easy. We had a we had a show where people danced for thirty minutes near a DJ. Yeah, it was on like eight channels. There were multiple versions of that show. Yeah, 
Like if you turn on the TV at two and o'clock if it wasn't in the morning, for Dance Party USA, the seventh best show on USA, we would have <laughs> never had Kelly Ripa. Is that true? That's wow. yeah, that's true. Google wow. it. Yeah, she was like she was the like main character who was on Dance Party USA every week. <laughs> They're like, uh oh, Kelly broke up with her boyfriend. What wow. are they gonna? How are they gonna slow dance now? It was a big to do at the time. Jesus, um, I was watching it. All right. <clears throat> We got a great question from Dance one of Party our USA every day. Why after couldn't you just watch Cartoon Express like the rest of us? The uh, because sixth it was best USA because, show? because Cartoon Express was only on in the morning and DuckTales was over at four thirty, and that's when Dance Party USA would. Garth start. Clardy writes, "Hey, Comedy Button, I've heard Max talk about a few of his favorite books. Neuromancer quickly became one of mine thanks to him, but I don't think I've ever heard any of the rest of you profess a love for reading. What Aww. are some of your favorite books? The crazier, weirder, the better." Um. I like all of H.P. Lovecraft's stuff. Uh, leave aside the fact that he's also a horrible racist, but mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. writing it was excellent. Uh, I feel like I have to mention that when I talk about him. One of my favorite books, and it's not a, like a straight read-through book, uh, but it's called How to Survive in the Woods. That's a really good one. It's got like this rubber. I think you saw it when I had it back at IGN. Mm-hmm. It's basically like this this like field guide to surviving in the woods and how to build traps and hunt and what shit to eat that doesn't make you trip like a Native American. Eat diarrhea. Uh, that's true. <laughs> it's um, already been digested once. You're good to go. I really like a book uh, called The Language Police by a woman named Diane Ravitch. Was wee, wee, wee. Which is <laughs> no, it's wow, we wow, pull over car. We here to arrest you. It's about the uh, United States educational system and how the left and the right have completely fucked it into oblivion. So basically, kids don't have any books to read in school anymore because uh, the right is like, you should read Tom Sawyer, and the left is like, they say the n word in that book, and the right's like, but they used to say the n word in the real times, and the left is like, but you say it now, and then just kids don't get a book. Uh, so that's that's a really good one. Uh, and one of my other favorites is Our Final Hours, which is uh, actual scientists breaking down, like, it's like a hundred different possible ways the world could realistically end. And I think like 80 of them are true by now. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. I also really like My Side of the Mountain. Aww. That's a good one. I remember that. Yep. So you hear that stay off of Brian's Side of the Mountain. Mm-hmm. The, Doesn't like the- people going there. One of the best books I've ever read, um, nonfiction books I've ever read, is a book called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain. And it's I book. wish you read a book called Talking on Podcast. And it's a book <laughs> about how the world is so slanted toward extroverted people and why that's not always a good thing. And you should probably listen to the introverts more because oh. they actually have a lot to say and make good leaders. They, have, they, have, to, they have to talk they for have that to talk for the and we can't get into their heads. We used to all be fish and you then we read came this out book, of the sea. You figure that out yeah. a little okay. better. Not, an, not according to another book. Maybe you've read it. It's called The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read a lot of nonfiction. I read a lot of nonfiction. I've gotten, I, yeah. I, I actually prefer it. <clears throat> um, but um, I would say, and I've talked about this before, but one of my favorite, and I've read it maybe, I think at this point, five times, and it's like a phone book. But The Kid uh, Stays in the Picture? No, that's a uh, great book. Phone book. That's a my favorite great, nonfiction. Kid Stays in the Picture <laughs> is a great book. The audio book is the best version of it, though, because it's read by Robert Evans and it's. Just if you've ever seen the Mr. Show sketch, uh, God reads his autobiography. Yep. It is a parody of the kid stays in the picture. Um, but uh, Live from New York, love that book. And every time they they add and they continually add chapters based on 
yeah. different casts coming Whoa. in. That kind of stuff is fascinating to me, what went on. You put me um, on to that great book, uh, and here's the kicker. And here's the kicker. Really here's the kicker is a great book. Yep. Uh, that That's all about comedy writers. Um, there, was, there was one uh, about... They're, I, they're making it into a movie. It was about, I forget the title now. So sorry for the recommendation. On Jumanji. Topic. No, um, it's about the early days of National Lampoon. Uh, oh, wow. Before awesome. you went on that, that vacation? No. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, and I sent, I, His speaking days. of that, I sent, a, I sent you guys the John Hughes original yep. short for vacation. You guys should read uh, This Book Sucks by Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I love that book. Didn't we find that recently? Yes. I have that on my yeah. house. It's a yeah. great book. Um, I actually got um, uh, recently Stacy uh, and I were in Tahoe and she was at the thrift store one day oh. and she came back and she was, no, it wasn't even the thrift store. It was like, she, she always can find oh, the poor shop. That, here. Yes. We can't be seen here. No, no she t- always, when we're on vacation, she always seems <laughs> to find like the lending library. The person right. who has like kooky, wacky ass books tacked to a tree somewhere. Like free, you replace one, take I, one. I, I just walked by one of those over the weekend. Well, she came by, she came back to the cabin and she's like, you'll never guess what I found. I said, what? She hands it to me. A giant is, sack of money. It is It is the real world book. So it's like season oh, one through five, where it was. It ends on a preview of Miami. Wait, wait is this shit. like an episode guide? It was an episode <clears throat> guide, but then like they talk to the cast. Do they, they make wrote, those anymore? It is just, it is, <laughs> 19, it is 1994 to, as wow. the book. Wow. Because Every page is a different graphic design, and every page has seven different fonts fighting with each other, and none of them make sense. Fuck, I love that. It's it so right. good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, you touched on nonfiction. Like, I've yes. been realizing that I'm way more interested in nonfiction as I've gotten older than I was. And, like, I used to, I, I still love reading fiction, but it just doesn't engage me as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I recently read one called Season of the Witch, which is about... Oh, Halloween 3. Halloween 3. It's about masks that kill children. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, it's about uh, it's about San Francisco between like the 1950s and the 1990s, I guess. So everything from like uh, 60s counterculture through Zodiac Killer through AIDS, basically. Uh-huh. And it's fucking fascinating because it's like, what what the hell was the city at one point? It's like, I mean, I, I've lived here for a while and there's a bunch of shit. I like I used to catch the bus uh, near the fucking Jonestown church, which I had no idea of, you know, like just weird things yeah, like you that. Find, you find stuff like That's that so in crazy. the city all the time. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And then, uh, uh, you know what? Spoiler in the sequel of that book, Michael Myers comes back. That's true. I read a great book. Uh, I know we started off the top of the show, like being like, we don't know anything about sports. Uh, I actually like reading about sports to an extent. It's something I learned from my father. Uh, I read a really great book and I'm forgetting the name of it, but they, they wrote probably multiple books, but one specifically about what, uh, so when a team in the NHL wins the Stanley cup, everybody uh, gets it for a day, everybody gets it. It's like a day or a week or something like that. And, uh, then they have to give it back at the end of the year to hold it. They get the whole, they 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 take it wherever they want. So it's like drunk hockey players showing up to shitty bars and everyone's pouring alcohol in and drinking off of it. Yeah. It's sort of like that, that, that class in high school where you get like a, a a bag of flour and it's your baby or whatever. And you have to take care of it. Um, but you hand it to these, to these fucking just 
monster people who are just basically <laughs> wonderful, endearing Canadian Neanderthals with two teeth and just rugged, you know, uh, Logan arms and shit like that. And they get this prestigious trophy, which is one of the largest, if not the largest trophy in sports, because they keep adding new layers to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fucking insane things happen to this trophy because you're partying with it. It's yeah. a party prop. And it's it's basically like Weekend at Bernie's. You just bring this man everywhere with you. Yeah. And it gets thrown at the bottom of Wayne Gretzky's pool. People piss in it. A kid gets baptized in it. People have thrown up in it. They do shots out of it. It got locked in the trunk of a car that got stolen for like three months. So even if you don't give a shit about hockey or don't care about sports, like the idea of a bunch of like sort of newly found champions taking this towering trophy and completely fucking it up at one point destroying it uh it's a really excellent read that's I would, awesome. what would it's like to be the last guy in I line to get it. that cup. i would like to see a movie just look a book about the stanley cup that's like 123 short stories about springfield but about the year in the life of the stanley cup totally. and everything it's, it's the movie is great. told through yeah. the eyes of the trophy there's another yeah. great one about the 86 don't put your dick in my handle please there's another great one about the 86 mets which if you don't know about it was the last time the mets bill buckner w- won the world series uh it was gary carter dwight gooden daryl strawberry and a bunch of others uh, other of those guys napa's finest bill yeah. buckner and what was crazy about those guys is that they were uh doing coke and smoking crack and getting drunk and getting stoned on the way to middle schools where they were giving anti-drug lectures oh <laughs> so they like- were just fucked up out of their minds they were playing great for whatever miraculous reason there was one point in the story i believe it was dwight gooden was pointing at women in the crowd uh and just strawberry was the strawberry he's pointing women in the crowd and kind of winking at them and then they were coming they would come down and fuck him in between innings and then they'd go back into a little the bit crowd. of innings and outings if you yeah. know what i mean and he'd mm-hmm. keep playing and their manager was just like what is going on with you guys like how do i handle this uh and then if you if you if that that series uh, sort they of they were parallels, about to lose they were about to lose yeah and that series parallels the movie Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel and his whole downfall as a corrupt cop uh, mirrors what's happening with the team at the time so uh, yeah go check that shit out that's awesome yeah. also read Bill Carter's books Bill Carter has great if you if you like inside Hollywood baseball stuff read Bill yep. Carter's books they're really good let's see. Also, Victor, everybody poops. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's also nonfiction. Uh, Victor Aparicio says, I've been in a creativity funk. I don't want to write, play video games, read comics, or Photoshop anything. Cool, fun get fact, a job. Fun fact, half of those are not really creative. They're just things you do. And if I force it, I'm bored out of my mind. It's been happening for weeks. How do you get stuff like that, especially with your jobs where you practically need to be creative 24-7? Uh, that's a really good question. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I think we kind of have a, a gun to our heads in terms of like like we're obligated by our listeners to produce something on our schedule. Well, it's also that our our day jobs are drip feeds of information. Like if we were yeah. literally you and I were literally recording podcast beyond today and in the middle of the episode James Faulkner, who's a friend of the show, walked in with a PSVR mm-hmm. and put it down at the table, and he was like, these just got here. Yep. And we're like, oh, there's that. So even if we were like, I don't have anything to talk about today, it'd be like, well, yeah. the rest of the world does, so catch up. You know? Like, Scott, you, 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 write, for the, you write and produce a Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be like, there's no Star Wars this week. I don't feel like doing it. There's always Star Wars. There's always new stuff. And when there isn't... <sighs> There's been when a there couple is, of real thin hey, weeks. Hey, 
You write and produce the show in 2016. Imagine doing it in 95. <laughs> I don't, that would have been. Yeah. That would because I got I got the Star Wars Insider magazine during that time. Yeah. And that's when were, it was just totally. like, hey, uh, you know what? You can dress like Lando if you go yeah. in your mom's closet. You're like, what's this article? Here's the recipe for Wookie cookies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dark times. Um, no, I mean, I, I think a big change of environment is incredibly important. Just like literally walking, going outside, moving around, moving shit around in your apartment. Is That'll do sometimes it's all it takes. You reorganize <clears throat> furniture. You have a mass cleansing, which I do a lot, where I just kill a whole bunch of minorities. Just kidding. No, what I'll do is Jesus I'll go to my Christ. <laughs> I'll go into my apartment Marga. and I'll just get rid of a bunch of shit. Like I did it over the weekend. I wasn't feeling well and I was like, I'm kind of in a funk uh, as I have been for like three months now. And I just started cleaning shit up and just throwing stuff away mm-hmm. that I didn't need anymore. And all of a sudden, you don't throw like, it away. You like take it at Goodwill or what? You take it like, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Just like yeah. get it. Like, yeah. or like, it like you'll have like papers that you don't need or old magazines or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that like, stuff stacks up. Yeah. Um, no, I think also having a dedicated workspace is really key. Um, one thing that really I hate about having like. <laughs> What? How can you say that? I mean, that's, that's at work. My my desk is a mess. I mean, at home. Yeah. Do you have a dedicated workspace at home? No, I don't. That's my problem. Oh, like, well, I you don't have one at work either. Yeah. Our so desk I'm is sorry. covered in toys. Yeah. I don't know. The number one question we get when we tweet photos of our desk is, how do you get any work done there? And I'm like, I don't know. Huh, he's got a point. We get podcasts beyond done in the podcast room. We do up and in the studio. You know, That's true. The rest of the times we're just out by the dumpsters throwing old bottles and shit. And, you know, that's boom, how we get shalaka laka boom, bitch. <laughs> yeah, fuckers, fuckers. Uh, but no, like the great at home, thing like, is that you have this big house and you could create a dedicated workspace. Okay. Yeah, but he's got a bunch of roommates yeah. and a yeah, dog. Yeah, I, I got roommates, cat. and I don't. I also like it's a matter of of like. I don't know, rearranging shit and, and fucking things around. There, there is that thing where you, you, you come home after, you know, being out and, and doing a quasi-creative job. And, like, I'm going to get home at 1030 tonight, and I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to fucking maybe sit on the couch, probably just go to bed. Like, that's... Watch that daredevil porn. Well, I read this great thing. God, I wish I had that kind of discipline. I, I read... Well, you're home all day. Still, I'm going to go home from this and screw around on the computer for two hours. Oh, well. Huh? No. Well, you, don't, you don't have to be up. Wife, uh, she'll be in bed. What time do you have to uh, be up tomorrow morning? Like eleven thirty? No, not that late. Jeez, ten thirty. What do you take? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. If I wake up at ten thirty, it's because like I'm very sick, <laughs> or or like I'm miserably depressed. Like it's it, to, for me to wake up at ten thirty in the morning, or like I got like top three drunk the night before. Like I can't sleep till ten thirty anymore. I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's 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 tough, but I think that like I read this thing that was like kicking around the internet the other day. I think it was like on Reddit, um, and mm-hmm. it was to basically to yep. It was to never have okay, great, power through it. It was to never have like a a zero a zero day, where basically you do nothing towards anything towards any. I don't know. Goals. I had a couple and they felt pretty good. I think that the, yeah. once in a while that feels good. But yeah. if you have a bunch of those, that's no yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of awesome, like I love those. They, they do make those little sketchbooks that are like every day, draw something, write something just doesn't have to be fucking significant, but just yeah. something to kind of like force yourself. I mean, they have like, I think probably apps that do that shit. There's like subreddits that are writing prompts. Like there's tons of like things that can kind of, you know, stimulate, yeah, like creative juices. That sounds real, real sexy. Real. No, hot. it's true. And like so we're talking about salmon, but we're not. So what I mean is, like, don't it don't you? You can have days where you feel like you do nothing, but if you have ten things you want to get marginally better at, uh, get a little better at one of them on that day where you 
do nothing but play Call of Duty all day. Like, if you're like, I want to get a little better at cooking, and then you play 20 hours of Call of Duty, and you wake up, and you're like, you know what? I, what if I cracked an egg in this ramen? <laughs> like, there it is. Yeah. There, that's fucking low on the scale, but hey, yeah. you did something outside of, like, the usual. Anyway, uh, yeah, we do this fucking show every week, and uh, sometimes it's better than others. But uh, if you'd like to support this show, please head over to patreon.com slash comedy button. If you give us literally $1 a month, that's 12 bucks a year, you get 50% more podcasts. We do two exclusive episodes, Patreon only, mm-hmm. of this show per month. And we are rounding up on year two of that. So Starting season three. Yeah, basically that means that if you missed out on any of the earlier stuff, you'll be able to buy a big old fucking bundle. We're probably going to put the first year on sale. Uh, so head over to thecomedybutton.com and keep an eye out on, uh, you know, you can get commentaries and shirts and um, fucking rug mats and steering wheel covers and Literally sell licensed it. condams or whatever. Mud, mud flaps, um, truck nuts we got now. Yeah, we got all kinds. Of, you know, fun thing about truck nuts is you don't have to put them just on a truck. You can put them on underneath your desk. So if you're feeling frisky but you don't want to do any pocket pool, just reach under your desk and grab that big old clammy pair of wongs. Yep. And, uh, we actually we just added truck legs, which makes it look like a small man is running <laughs> behind your car. Yeah, and there's a good old there's a good old trunk arm, which makes it look like your ex-wife's in there. But she's not. It's cool. It's from Halloween Store. You're all good. Uh, shout out to Spirit Halloween Shops, uh, haunting yeah. the, the, the old carapaces of Circuit Cities nationwide. Yep. Coming soon. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Mervins. Yeah, we all, we all do stuff on the internet, Brian and i do a bunch of shit at Montgomery ign rewards uh we both are on a it's weekly show at. called up at noon which mm-hmm. is thursday at noon pacific time live or you can catch it recorded uh it's a uh, us talking about all kinds of fucking garbage and then we do podcast beyond every wednesday which is a uh, playstation centric podcast that's again ign.com also on itunes and youtube uh scott also has a show on wednesdays it's called the star wars show you can find it on youtube.com slash star wars another or show on saturday another show on saturday it's called rebels recon it's the rebels wrap-up show Show where I get to put where I get to do live action cartoons with a little crap. robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I have fun with that show. You used to have a Twitter ridiculous. account for your Roomba. You've come so far. I know. You're writing for a real professional robot. I know. Uh, that's again StarWars.com or YouTube.com/slash/StarWars. And uh, of course, Ryan Scott has the Geekbox, which you can find on thegeekbox.net. Nope. Geekbox.net. Yep. There we go. Thegeekbox.net. If you want like a nice computer tower. Nope. LED that's lights. Geekbox.com. Okay, so just type in Geekbox Podcast and, and on anything, and it'll it'll come up. <laughs> uh, that's Tuesday-ish, right? Yeah. Tuesday-ish. Yep. yep. And, uh, take an ish. Yeah. On that note, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week with another, uh, just a log flume of fucking noises to put in your goddamn ears. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you didn't tell them about our new show. Oh, yeah. It's called uh, Sitting Down to Pee. It's a, it's a nice... Uh, <laughs> basically, we, uh, we put a, a directional mic between two bathroom stalls at the Red Lobster down the street in the mini mall, and uh, we like to lure celebrity guests in there and ask them some questions. It's kind of like a glory hole, but it's really more of a query hole. Yep. Uh, we go in there together, we uh, sit down to pee, and we stay a little longer to get to know each other, all the ins and outs, and uh, every last drop of information we can get out of each other. It's on Tuesday afternoons after Combros, which is our new show about two friends eating different flavors of com- 
combos and trying to guess which has the most jalapenos. <laughs> yeah, and then we uh, we hang out in the Red Lobster for a good uh, 45, uh, 35 minutes uh, afterwards to have some of those uh, cheesy bread butter crunch rolls and, uh, you know, all-you-can-eat bottomless baskets of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in for a whole buttered flounder and a hit from your dad. Uh, they accidentally harvested a whole bunch of lobsters that are actually crabs with eight legs. Uh, they, they're the land spiders of the sea, so we should probably just get those guys in there and cook them up real good in a nice buttery sauce. And uh, How yeah. fucked up is it that the most famous thing they got, they got there is goddamn muffins? <laughs> That's like if you went to McDonald's and the most famous thing they had there was the fucking filet of fish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That clown would kill himself. Oh. Oh my goodness, it's that time once again. We're all going to be skipping around together in the fantastic garden full of mushrooms and different animals. <laughs> Joshua Lafreniere, Ooh. Brandon Mackley, Austin Eller, oh. Logan Goodner, come on in through the gates and pick yourself some oh. dandelions. Oh. Fraser Fulton, April Hallett, oh. Tristan Capps, Mika Will, Zach Smith, and Adrian Johnson, oh. go on in here and have yourself an apple from the apple tree. Oh. Andrew Fastnack, Chase Hampton, Morgan Markowski, you can chase the swans, but be careful, they hiss. Oh. Casey, Philip Graft, Pete, and Niall Vinciquara. Oh. You may not come into the garden because the garden is now closed. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Billy Arundel, Horler Fur Ingel Herbertson, Jamie Gordon, J. Ellis James, John Skinner, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Matt Shotrop, Motherfucking Kevin, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Show!